Hello, bright ones. Thanks so much for making some time to sit down and listen to what's flowing through in these moments that we're going to share together today. I'm Savi Ma from lovingawareness.org and Illuminate Your Circle, and this is this week's Illuminate Your Energy Reset. So last week when we sat down, I thought I was just going to put a request out there to hear check-ins. I wanted to just check in with all of you who've been listening to the messages and I really I want to do that every week. So again here I am checking in with you, putting a request out to hear from you what it is that you're experiencing. What are you getting and gleaning and using these messages for? How are they supporting you and what comes up for you in the listening and the receiving? It's important for me to ask for that feedback. It's important for me to receive that feedback. So this is me saying thank you so much to all of you who did take some moments to send some reflection and to take that check-in seriously. I really appreciated that. And first and foremost, as I said in last week's message, I want you all to know the importance of checking in for yourself. So last week it turned out that the check-in was the reset and the check-in is always a reset. That is one of the best ways that we can can reset where we are is to simply pause to give ourselves time to stop to check in to do some loving self-inquiry and to really take stock to take notice of where we are and what it is that we're really feeling and experiencing and using that information that we receive from inside ourselves to help us navigate toward greater and greater alignment and to help give us the courage and the confidence that we need in order to make the shifts that we know we're feeling aligned toward and that are possible. So thanks to all of you who took those moments to send reflection to me and thanks to the many more of you who I'm sure used the moment of pause to check in and please continue to do so. This is ongoing. These messages are never, this is what's happening this week and only do this this week and then wait for next week to figure out what to do next. This is a, a compiling of energy, a compiling of messages, a compiling of help and guidance that we are to use and practice and implement repeatedly, ongoing. These are not things that, oh, okay, I finished week one, so now that's done and we move on to the next week. These are meant to layer on top of each other and to really strengthen and build a very palpable foundation for us to live our consciousness and our presence alive within the human experience that we're all having. So one of the things that really came up through the check-ins that I did receive from all of you, thank you again, um, and also through the session work that I did over the last week, it's interesting and I know I've mentioned this to you before, there will always be, it seems, a common theme, a common denominator of energy that rises up. It gets expressed differently because of course we're all having our own unique experience. But it's very interesting that that common denominator energy is pretty much always obvious. So one of the things that really rose to the top and is continuing to rise to the top now is how we, how we manage 
And I don't even like using that word right now because that sounds so mentalized. I don't even know if that's a word. But how we recognize, how we see, how we witness, how we observe, and how we process, how we utilize. So that's where the word manage comes in, our emotions. What do we do with our feelings? And what I noticed this last week, and this is common, this is not just over the last week and coming into this week now, this honestly is a very prevalent um, observation that I make within myself and with the people that I work with during sessions and anytime we're in a group setting as well. This is something that just is, I think it's a part of the human experience. And maybe it is a prevalent part of the human experience around emotions, especially in our culture in the Western world. And this is where we know what our emotions are. Sometimes if, if we're aware enough to realize and recognize what it is that we're feeling, that's square one. We have to have that awareness and we have to know what it is that we are feeling. But then what do we do with that feeling? And sometimes if the emotion or the feeling that we're experiencing um, isn't exactly pleasant and there's something inside of us that says, I don't want to be feeling this. I, I would much rather be feeling something else. Uh, it's uncomfortable. It's painful. Um, I don't feel good about myself when I'm feeling this feeling. These are Feelings on top of feelings that can rise up within us, awarenesses that can rise up within us that can make us sometimes feel like we are going to just sort of sidestep what we are experiencing as our feelings and our emotions in order to feel something different. And what happens in that case is usually not super well serving. Let's take anger for an example. Anger is generally something I haven't found a whole lot of people to enjoy feeling. Sometimes it can seem like if we find someone who's really steeping in anger that it does almost seem like it's a part of their natural fabric. They're very familiar with anger. And that doesn't necessarily mean that they like that anger. Now some of us who maybe aren't as, you know, we don't walk around in angry shoes all the time. We're not always feeling anger. But we are familiar with it. And we know that when we feel it, it doesn't always feel like something we want to continue to feel. It feels uncomfortable. It, it stretches us. It pushes us. It makes us feel uneasy inside. And we want to move past the anger. And so what I'll experience many times within myself, if I'm experiencing anger, or certainly with those who are sharing that they're finding themselves in these places of anger or Frustration, resentment, those are all feelings. Agitation, these are all feelings that sort of reside in that umbrella of anger. And one of the first things that I hear when someone is feeling anger is that, and I don't want to be angry. I don't want to be angry. So I'm trying to tell myself, look at something else. And so this is, this is what I see happening a lot is we'll have a feeling. We don't want to feel that feeling. So we're looking, we're questioning how can we divert our attention so that we can focus on something else so that we don't have to experience the anger. And this is actually something that 
kind of over the last decade has really sort of become one of the popular themes around positivity, which honestly drives me crazy. This is not healthy. It's not healthy for us to divert our attention. It's not about, and I think that there's a mixed message there, honestly. I don't think that the message was ever really received the way that it was meant to be. To focus our awareness and our attention on something that makes us feel better is it is a way for us to refocus our beingness, to put ourselves in meditation, to listen to music that uplifts us, to do all of these things, to go take a walk in nature. Does it help to reorient us? Yes. Is that a healthy thing to do? Yes. But there's a huge A-N-D and with capital letters and an exclamation point that does get missed many times. And that is, we are not meant to go meditate or listen to the high vibe music or take a walk in nature to erase or diminish or excuse or act as if the anger just evaporates by way of taking a walk in the woods. That does not happen and it does not work. And it is not serving to our highest experience in these bodies. Now, to sit in anger and to act in anger in a way that is unhealthy or harmful to ourselves or to others around us also is not what the suggestion is here. But the invitation instead is to say, come into relationship with the anger in a way that we can first and foremost acknowledge that it is real and that it is just as valuable and just as valid in our experience as anything else that we're feeling. So then it becomes, how can we talk with the anger? Because inside of that anger is something that is completely unsatisfied within us. There is a need that the deepest part of ourselves, perhaps our inner child, perhaps our soul, something within ourself is calling forward and is feeling unheard. And by way of that feeling unheard, anger does rise up. Anger is one of the emotions that really gets our attention in the biggest way. So how can we Regardless of what the emotion is, whether it's anger, resentment, frustration, fear, any emotion that's rising up within us, agitation, anxiety, you know, these are emotional um, components. We can say, I have anxiety, but we can also say, I feel anxious. And I actually would have us lean more into the feeling space because we can relate with feelings and we can ask ourselves, why, what would you have me learn from these feelings of anxiety that I'm experiencing right now? What else is there for me to discover about myself inside of this anxiety, inside of this anger, inside of this sadness, inside of this frustration? inside of this joy. There's something for us to learn and receive. There's a deeper aspect for us to receive from these emotions that will really help us to align and shore up with who and what we really are so that we feel the navigational force of life within us, that we don't have to apologize for how we're feeling. 
that we don't have to look for external stimulus or external validation to say, it's okay that I feel the way that I feel. Though here I am as a reflection of your innermost self sitting here sharing with you validating messages that say it is okay to feel what you're feeling and to divert your attention to something else that makes you feel better while that is an okay thing to practice it doesn't mean that we've dealt with what it is that we're feeling so let's come back to that and say anger i'm feeling so angry right now i am so angry i am so frustrated around things that are happening, around whatever the experience is that it is causing that anger to rise up, to sit with the anger, to sit with the frustration, and to look deeper and say, what is it that you wish for me to know right now? And then listen, listen for the small voice inside. Listen for the whispers of your soul, your heart, your inner child and really be willing to hear beyond the noise of the surface situations, experiences that may have caused the anger to well up. But listen deeply, where is the need within that hasn't been met? Where have you felt unseen, unheard? So many times that's where anger rises from is something deep, deep, deep within ourselves, within our souls, within maybe an experience that we had as a younger person, our inner child, where we felt unseen, unheard, dismissed, or diminished. And the thing is, when we feel feelings that don't, that, that don't feel comfortable, that feel awkward, that make us maybe feel even more anxious about how we're feeling and it's a hamster wheel of perpetual motion that just increases this feeling of listen what happens if we divert our attention from that and we're not willing to come into relationship with ourselves deeply enough to hear what this message is if what is inside of these messages and many times it is that we don't feel seen that we don't feel heard that we are dismissing our own inherent needs what are we doing by way of diverting our attention but abandoning ourselves further That is so many times what is at the heart of anger from within ourselves, the heart of resentment, the heart of frustration. It's because there is an inner need for ourselves to be seen and heard that has not been met. And what we come to realize, hopefully, through these deep sessions with ourselves self-inquiry, self-love, is that we begin to honor and recognize that maybe we haven't felt seen and heard and acknowledged. Maybe we have felt dismissed and denied, oppressed, repressed, suppressed, all of these things from external factors in our experience. But what we come to recognize is that we have not bared witness to ourselves for ourselves, that at the heart of this is our own self, not seeing ourself for who and what we really are, not hearing our heart's calls, not heeding our soul's call, 
not feeling the needs that we have and making those needs known to ourselves, within ourselves, and making priority for our own needs to be met for ourselves, seeing ourselves for ourselves, hearing ourselves. There will always be external situations, relationships, that reflect to us how are we feeling seen, how are we feeling heard. And I can tell you 100% absolutely that if we practice the honoring of self from within, those external situations won't bear as much weight. They won't feel as heavy because to be seen and heard for ourselves and by ourselves will always surpass the feeling of what that feels like when we receive it from another externally. This has to do with knowing who we are. It has to do with knowing our presence, knowing our worth, knowing our value, and setting that aside, diverting our attention, abandoning ourselves, no more. For nothing, for no one, for no thing. We practice the art of presence, of soul sovereignty, of knowing the value and the worth that we have from within that can never be displaced. It can never be abandoned. It can never be taken away. It is a part of who and what we are by the very fabric of our infinite nature that resides within the finite nature of these being bodies that we reside in here and now as we're physically here, present, listening, to the messaging that is coming through. The infinite nature that resides within us knows this. This is how resonance works. This is how as these messages come through and we listen with our listening ears, that it strikes chords of resonance within us because it is not new. This is not new information. We know this. And it is by that knowing that it strikes as we listen these chords of resonance within us and it reminds us, it brings us home to who and what we really are, to the presence of love, the presence of infinite intelligence that lives within us, that breathes within us, that truly is us. We are expressing as infinite intelligence. We are expressing as presence. This is who and what we really are. So the invitation this week is for us to get really clear as we acknowledge and honor our emotions and to be willing to have the courage and the presence to sit with our emotions, no matter what they are, no matter how uncomfortable. The uncomfortableness is okay. It's okay to feel uncomfortable. What's not okay is for us to just abandon how we feel, to just abandon that and say, no, 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 I can focus on the positive. I can focus on what I see that I like. This is another thing that comes up so often. Why do I always gravitate toward noticing what I don't like? And then that makes me feel yucky inside. I don't want to feel yucky inside, so I'm going to 
tell myself, just look at what you like. Look at what makes you feel better. That is good practice. Flow in the direction of what makes you feel better. I still subscribe to that. Yes, always flow in the direction toward what feels more aligned, toward what feels better. And simultaneously do not abandon any part of yourself that is feeling something that doesn't feel better, that feels uncomfortable, that makes it feel like you're pushing yourself into places that you really don't want to reside. But the thing is, you're having that experience. So why would we deny a part of our lived experience? It is not healthy. It is not serving. And the winds of confirmation are blowing strong, coming in and giving full confirmation, full accord to the power of our presence. It is important for us to honor every aspect of our experience, even the sticky, messy, uncomfortable, yucky parts. That's us putting mm, <laughs> those adjective descriptors on it, saying, yuck, I don't like that, I don't like that. But meanwhile, that festers if we aren't willing to sit with it. And as soon as we do sit with it, do you know what happens? It softens. It softens. Sometimes it downright evaporates just by way of our willingness to acknowledge the feeling. I'm feeling so angry right now. And as soon as we say that, it's like, wait, what do, do, do I, do I? Because to feel acknowledged. And so many times, again, we can't hear this enough. We look for external acknowledgement. We look for external validation, confirmation. I'm feeling this. Is it okay that I'm feeling this? Acknowledge it to yourself. Be seen, be heard by yourself. Witness for yourself. Honor yourself. Listen deeply. Be willing to truly be presence for yourself. Love yourselves, treat yourselves gently. Continue to check in. Feel the feelings, they are on purpose. We will talk more about this in the coming weeks. M giving more examples, more ways that we can sit with our feelings and acknowledge what they are and hear the deep messages that are available to us within each and every one. I love you all so much. Thank you for making space to receive these messages, for taking time to receive these messages. If these messages touch your heart, if you felt something today that struck those chords of resonance within you and you feel willing to share Please do share these messages. Send the link to a friend. Post them in your social media. Everyone needs to know that it's okay to feel what we're feeling and that there is abundance of message inside of our feelings. Every single one, especially and even the most uncomfortable, to help us shore up 
with the beauty of presence that resides within us and lets us know how we can align and accurately navigate forward. I'm practicing this with you every single day. I promise. I don't have it all figured out. We're all practicing together. We are all in this together. And I love knowing that. I love knowing we're in it together. Be well, dear ones, and I will see you next time. Take care.